Okay, so we're here with Rob Britton um, of Tour of Utah fame, and we're here at the Bear Mountain uh, Weston at the Cycling Canada Summit. A very exciting weekend with so many riders here and so much going on in the sport. Uh, Rob, it's, it's great to spend some time with you, and, and you had such a spectacular season. Uh, I, I think uh, I think uh, another another uh, besides your Tour of Udo win, I think you also had a win at Bose, which is another big big victory for you. Uh, just just tell us how the season started and and uh, and what maybe made the difference this year. Um, yeah, we weren't really sure uh, how I was going to react after moving to Calgary last year, so um, spent a lot of time on the trainer, which I would normally never do. Um, but you know, picked up standard affairs with. Uh, doing a lot of base miles in Hawaii over the holidays, straight into our team camp from there over to Europe through a pretty awesome uh, quality block of racing. Uh, the results weren't great, but we got a lot out of it. And when I came back to uh, North America, I just kind of stayed um, stayed healthy, which is a big thing. And um, yeah, we just kind of kept the build going really well. Uh, I had another little training camp in um, California. Yep. And then from there, it was just uh, Joe Martin, Altitude, Tour of Gila, another little prep camp before Tour of California. And, um, yeah, I think I was kind of firing on all cylinders for all but uh, the Tour of Colorado this year. That was kind of the only race where I was kind of on the back foot, but everywhere else we seemed to hit the mark, which is, given coming from Calgary and just the change to my usual preparation, uh, it was a nice surprise. So, so you know, I mean, coming into Bose, which I think is your first big win, uh, and it was your first win this season, you know, did you have a strategy at that race, and, and how important was that victory for you? Um, yeah, I mean, we came to the race, and we wanted to go for the overall. Just, it's kind of what we try to do in most races now. And, um, you know, the first day we put ourselves in what we thought was a decent position with um, two guys up the road, one of them being a good climber and a decent time trialist with Emerson. Um, and there was this big gap, you know, I think they finished like 15 or 20 minutes ahead of us. Um, just typical weird boast day. Yes. Um, but we were okay with it. But then on stage two, Emerson got sick along with like, by the end of the race, there would only be two of us to finish healthy. Uh, everyone else was very sick, and um, one of us had finished me, everyone else dropped out, but um, yeah, so once we were kind of off the hook for the overall, we just started to race for fun, sure. we had nothing to lose, and I think we won two of the five stages and podiumed in, I think we had five podiums or something like that in the, uh, in the week, so it was pretty awesome, um, and yeah, that last day... It, it always just seems like I'm getting better and better through the week at most. I think it's usually because I take a bit of a break after Tour of California, and the form is still getting like stronger each day at most, and it takes a lot of hard work for me to kind of get onto uh, on the form, so both is a pretty way to condense that hard work. There you go. But I mean, it was sort of a, you know, I remember there's all of a sudden, you know, Rob Britton breaks away, and then Rob Britton's on his own, and then the gap was just kept on growing. I mean, was that a bit of a strategy on your part? Did you kind of plan it, or did it just sort of fall well, into place? In, year, in years past, I've been a bit, um, I've been too aggressive, but then not aggressive enough at the right time. And this year, I felt good, and kind of just like, because I lost so much time in years past, I've been in the GC as well when I try to do these things, and people have to say, like, go with me. But this year, I kind of just said, screw it. I got, like, I wanted company, but I wasn't going to slow down and wait for them. Because I knew I could, the pace I was riding, I could hold to the finish, um, which turned out to be, like, 
60k or something, or 40k. It was, I think, four laps, maybe five. Anyway, um, yeah, I, and I just decided to go for it and, like, hold it. And, you know, I was getting time split, so I knew I was holding them. You know, you can kind of see on that course a few sure. times crossover. Um, and I also knew behind there was, you know, the leader was off the back, so it was just this whole weird race dynamic. And everybody else had, like, because of who people were who were in GC, we were kind of like the second or third tier guys of each team. It made this whole new dynamic because now people had to use who would be their normal leaders as like, you know, help or like domestiques to try to like either hold the pace or bring gaps back or this and that. And it was just this whole yeah, tactical game that I was able to take advantage of. It just played into your hands, and yeah. so you just took advantage of it and said, I'm going for it. And yeah, pretty much. And uh, you took your first professional uh, win. Yeah, yeah, finally. Finally. Nice to have that on the resume. Yeah. So then, of course, you took that, and you decided, I'm going to up the ante on, on what I'm doing, and, and you went to the Tour of Utah, and we were all just sitting there cheering on a daily basis. Like, it was just so awesome to see that the team and just to see a Canuck up there and, and you know so that's got to be your biggest win of course and and uh, tell us about that race a bit yeah I mean Tour of Utah um, is you know any one of those results there would have been one of the best results of my career but um, the overall win and how we did it with the team was really special uh, sure. because it was you know obviously my ride in the time trial that like put us in a position to you know win the race but then I had to not have a bad day, and the team had to not have a bad day, and they did an incredible job. Like when they going out hard, they were always there to uh, to back me up, and I was like, and I was able to kind of help them, you know, some days take pressure like off the team, like covering moves, uh, you know, at the beginning of races where you know traditionally maybe the race leader wouldn't do that, but that's and then I guess I've lost a lot of bike races in my career. Um, and rarely in those situations does it ever like make sense to panic. And there's a few times where um, I had people ask me like, "Oh, like, what, were you really worried? You looked really calm." And it's just because of the uh, the belief I have in the guys I ride with. Um, and I knew like they would do everything they could. And if they and if they couldn't, then it's like it was up to me to solve that problem. Sure. But until they couldn't give any more, then I was very confident they would put me into a situation where it was mine to lose and thankfully I was able to uh, yeah to seal the deal and like not kind of uh, disappoint them yeah no it's such a courageous uh, win and it's a team victory tour it always oh, is yeah. team the team you need to support and, and they were there and you know uh, I was talking to Mike Wood earlier too and he said the same thing the team's so important to, 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 to be there and uh, that, that's what get, that's what helps move you up the ladder so yeah but you still got to get the job done in the end. Yeah, so. yeah, no, it's definitely um, a lot of young guys, I think, uh, want to be in that position where, like, they're the leader. But I don't think a lot of the younger guys realize um, the consequences that come with being um, a protected guy. Because if you're a worker and you do your job and guy loses, you've done your job, so it's okay. No one's on your case. But if the team sells out for you 100% and you screw up and drop the ball, it's like 100% on you, it's not on them. 
Yeah. And that's what I think a lot of uh, the younger guys maybe don't realize. It's like the pressure that comes with that. It's not the pressure of like you losing. You lose more than you win in a sport. But when you lose and you have everybody else sold, like selling up for you, that's kind of like a weight that you have to really, really respect because like you're you know taking away opportunities from these guys. These guys can maybe go off the road, but since they're riding for you, right. like you have to kind of turn around and deliver the success so that you all have success. All excited, and it was a special day for you, and, and for of course for cycling fans of you know paying attention and, and watching that that, that race. Uh, yeah. You know. So tell us a little bit about next year, or the, uh, what, what's in the cards, if you can. Yeah, so I'll be back with Rally, um, and then obviously the team uh, is announced they're going up to Division Two, so that's very exciting. Uh, some made some really really great acquisitions with a couple of new guys, and a couple more will be announced, I think. Um, and I'm really excited. We filled kind of some gaps we had in the program and just really, really like bolstered our roster uh, to the point where it's going to be tough to make uh, tough to make some of these rosters with uh, yeah, the talent we have. So Absolutely. it's exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting. It's great to see. Uh, congratulations. It's just a great season. It's such a pleasure to, to see uh, you guys Thank out you. there working hard and, and, and producing and delivering. So all the yeah. best going forward. Oh, thanks so much. Thanks.